Start with our trials and tribulations of this recording. <laughs> we probably <Because> should. <laughs> How do we reframe that? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What an opportunity to learn tech, folks. About 50 minutes in to the second problem. Oh, my gosh. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. We're not sound engineers in case anybody was wondering. Yeah. No, 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 no. But what we were talking about, right? We were having a great conversation. I'm regretting not hitting record. I'm sorry. I, I we need to just be recording all the time. Like you say, some, some wise person has said that. We were talking about, we got some feedback from a listener, good stuff that they, they were using some of the sentence starters, the, the conversation openers that we had been talking about that we had used that were successful, maybe wanted some more. And that gave us an idea for talking about framing different conversations, uh, the language that we use. But this this idea of framing, when we were talking about it, it all comes from, you remember that question people would ask you if the glass, it, as you see the glass. So if you have a glass in front of you and there is water in the glass, it is not completely full of water. How do you view that? Like, how do you describe the glass? Is it half empty or yeah or half full right like that whole that whole thing people who are seeing that glass if they were describing it and they're talking about it being half empty they're looking at that glass through a negative frame right like their frame of mind is they're seeing the loss that's there they're seeing that something's missing if someone's describing it from the glass is half full then they're seeing it through a positive frame and they're seeing that there's something added there or that there's something contained or, or gained. That, that kind of makes sense, right? It, it does. I'd like to add a third one. I'd oh, like to change history yes! and add a third one that I just thought of. <laughs> you could also. <laughs> yes, Miller. Dr. Miller, never, change history. I love it. I've never had this thought before, but that is an old adage, obviously. But what mm-hmm. if you're the third type and you say, wow, look at that, all that opportunity for growth. Ooh, look what else we can that. fit in that glass. Maybe I want half water, half lemonade. Ooh, what about that? What about that? What about that, Miller? I love it. That is why I I am your friend. That is why I, I love that thought. And 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 what about that, right? What about that? That's amazing. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to take it back to the research and d- dig deeper, see what's going on. I love it. But, but, but we have a lot of those, right? Is that where you're headed? Absolutely. The reframing. Well, reframing. Yes. We we have we we were thinking about how because it's hard. This this reframing stuff is not easy when we are wired right to to see things a certain way in order for for self-preservation. Just as human beings, we naturally are wired to see the danger in a situation or to see the loss of opportunity so that we keep ourselves safe. So it's not easy. We've got to practice. A lot of the stuff that we talk about, Miller, requires practice. (laughs) Thank you for that reminder. Right? I mean, (laughs) it requires practice. So We have been working on exchanging words 
from a negative frame to a positive frame? How could we reframe some of the things we have to say in our lives, in business, especially in the workplace? Should we also tell the listeners, though, it's helpful to have an accountability partner on game for this? Holy Christmas, yes. Absolutely. Because if you really want to make a change, in my opinion, you're utilizing the reframing or you're accessing language that's less favorable when you're stressed or you're upset or you're feeling a little bit depleted. And it's more difficult in those moments to manage your language and also up your expectation of yourself. So it's really helpful if you have somebody or people who can say, just want to remind you that we could look at this a different way. And sometimes you may even need to say, are you ready to hear another suggestion or do you just need me to hold space? Because honestly, if you're in too much of a twist, I I don't want to reframe. I just, I don't. I want you to just listen and I'll reframe tomorrow. Promise I'll reframe, (laughs) but not right now. (laughs) I love that. I'll get there. (laughs) That's the best accountability partner right there, right? That that is, if it's an opportunity, really checks in with you that is this an opportunity you want to take advantage of right now versus I just need to get this out. I just need to vent a little bit and, and be able to talk about it. I love that. That goes in the vault. Anything yes. I say in the next five minutes in the vault. In never the vault. Was said, never to be repeated. And no judgment. You cannot judge me for anything that goes no. in the vault. No, no, no. Because no, that. absolutely not. I love that. So hit us with that. the first one. Let's okay. So for, for reframing, and I'm going to go all over the place with these, right? So we mm-hmm. were talking earlier about maybe describing either a situation or a person as like, um, problem solving, right? So talking to someone about, we're going to sit down maybe and and brainstorm about problem solving for this issue. But instead of that, we could use, do you remember this one that we were talking about? Shall I? Yeah, we said creating solutions. Creating solutions. I love that. Comes from a positive place already. We're looking at, right, what we could do in this situation instead of from a place of loss. We have this problem. We have to figure it out. We're going to talk about solutions, right? That's fantastic. We had another I have one. an add-in. Oh, go. On, yeah. I have an add-in. I love it. So if you are in the conversation, a nice way to start planting these little seeds with your direct reports is you're in a conversation and somebody does come up with a solution. You know, sometimes you're in the conversation and somebody to say, okay, well, problem solved. You can just say, thank you so much for that solution. Uh, because that's going to see them, give them accolades. Yeah. See? I love that. I love that. And it recognizes them. It thanks them, but it, it also sets the tone, right? For everyone that we're, this is, this is the language that we're using. I love that. I love that. We talked about, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I, we talked about another one, people who are uh, maybe working with someone and they wanted to create some options to be able to mm-hmm. either take back to that person or options for problem solving. But we talked about that one as framing it as choices, creating choices, right? Um, we want to offer as many choices to the individual as we possibly can, because who doesn't love choices? Right? You're Everyone loves a choice. Everyone Don't back them into choices. a corner. Yeah. Everyone loves choices. Um, we talked about, and people have heard this one before, instead of saying, I have to, I have to go and read that report. I have to go and attend this meeting. I have to go uh, give work this out. workout. Oh, I have to go walk. All those things, right? <laughs> instead, it is. I get to. I get to. I get to. I get to read this report. 
I get to go work out. And, and you have to really commit to it because it's, I get to go and read this report, which makes me informed about what I'm talking about, which keeps me updated and knowledgeable and ready. Those are all of the positive things. I get to go work out. I get to take the time to go for self-care, focus on myself, focus on my, my goals for health, whatever that may be, right? It can't just stop with just switching the statement. No, you got to feel it. You, you have to send out the energy that you're, the love, the language that you're using and be intentional. But you know, sometimes you just have to start by saying it. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're putting that statements, putting it out into the universe, right? Like that's a, that's energy right there. And it's changing it to that positive thought, which, oh my gosh, the research says you live longer. You have more rich, deep, wonderful relationships. You actually have better flexibility mentally and resilience during problem solving or creating solutions. Ha 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 ha. See, see me switch that. I love it. You know what? One of these that for leaders, I think it's, I, this makes me think of the critical conversations or crucial conversations, mm-hmm. however you like to say it. Sometimes you'll be like, I have to go have this conversation with this person and I'm dreading it. And you know, you really could say, I get to be the one who's able to deliver this news in the most kind, compassionate and professional way. And I trust myself to do that over someone else. I love it. So I love it. Because That's good. That's a good one. Okay, I'll go a little faster now. You ready? Uh, We were talking about this one where at times, you know, in customer success or in customer satisfaction, we might hear sometimes that things are out of my control, right? It's Mm -hmm. I I don't have control over that. That's not not my job or not my space. But instead of saying that that someone might use, I'm I'm layered, I'm excuse me, I'm layers removed from that situation. But let me follow up with my colleague. Let me get you some more information, right? Let me see what I can do with that. But being layers removed just kind of shows that there are there are people in between that we might have to work with and we might have to talk to instead of just out of control. So let's flip the script. Let's say you're not the leader. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're the subordinate in the situation and and your leader has asked you to do something and that individual says, it, it's not me. It's not in my control, right? So just hot tip. Nobody likes to hear that because no. it's it kind of sometimes is communicated in a way of just passing it off yep. and that you don't have anything. So in this situation, would you agree that the individual could say, while I don't have direct oversight, I would be willing and open to exploring different options if you're willing to support the process. Something of that that. nature. I'm like, hey, I'm here to help, but I'm not sure where to start. Yeah. Repeat that for me. It broke up a little bit on my end. Oh, dear. I want to hear that again. I think I said, I don't remember. That's okay, because we got the oversight piece that I don't have direct oversight. And if you'd be willing, I'd like to explore. If you'd be willing to support the process, I'd be willing to explore. Ooh, I love that. I love that. That is so good. We got another one here on our list. We got, um, we are not able to whatever it may be. We're not able to do that for you. We're not able to make that change. We are not able to blank, right? Totally from a a loss frame, from a, a negative frame. Instead, we would change it into what we can do, 
right? So if they're asking, you know, can you change my name, address and phone number right now for me? And that's something maybe that we don't do over the phone, but that we do it in written form instead of saying, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you here. But you could go ahead and send me an email. Instead, we would say something to the effect of, you absolutely can make those changes to your account. That's not a problem at all. What you're going to want to do is put that in an email. Let me tell you where you send it, right? So you're giving them what can be done versus the other piece, which is, nope, I can't help you. Um, I like that one. That's a good yeah, one. That's a good one, right? The, the other one that we talked about, and we both liked this one, and I'm just going to say the negative frame. You say the positive. Instead of fired or terminated... Yes, we've we've had to change the relationship with the organization. I love that. It's yeah, just it's it's the truth. It doesn't have any negative connotation to it. It's just the relationship has changed, right? And I love that. I love that. I think and it protects the privacy of the individual if you're having to tell someone outside of the situation. I love that. That's good. And it and it doesn't really leave space for a question after it. Right. I like that. Yeah. That's really good. I love that one. Um, instead of non-preferred, because sometimes like especially in our space with behavioral health, with uh, with speech, um, we'll talk about, you know, preferences that maybe a client or a family has. Um, and instead of saying non-preferred, we might use less preferred. Right. It's it's maybe the modality of communication, you know, is it's less preferred to have me call mom than to text, or it might be less preferred for even one of our wonderful clients. Maybe there's some kind of a treat, a reward, a reinforcer. Maybe there's one that's more preferred than the others. So I liked that one. Um, and then this one's kind of tough. And I think there's a lot to say about it. We've received feedback at times when, um, we're listening empathetically and we're actively listening and we really want people to know that we're hearing them. And so we say things like, oh, I understand, which can really set somebody off if you've not walked in their shoes. Right. So mm -hmm. this one was, um, I hear you instead of mm -hmm. I understand. I hear you and I want to be sure that this gets the attention that it needs right? And, mm -hmm. and then calling people into whatever that conversation was. And when we were talking, you had one about comfort and I loved it. I mm -hmm. wrote it down, but I want you to, I want you to share it because it was so good. Sometimes I think as leaders, we get feedback from individuals that say, I'm not comfortable doing X, whatever it is, sending the email, going to the meeting, whatever it is. And to me, I feel like the reframe from that for most of the occurrences that I've witnessed really is this pushes the professional edges that I have already established and with the support, I can try new things. I think I'm not comfortable should really be reserved for when your ethics, your character, when things of integrity are in question, that's when you say that. That's when you're truly not comfortable in the business realm, right? Specifically in that scenario. Other than that, it's really just your next level. And if you're not willing to push those edges with support, how are we going to ever grow? We're just going to keep moving things around so you are comfortable. Like, what's the expectation for comfort? I love that. 
I love that. And when we were talking earlier, I, I when people have said in the past to me that they're uncomfortable with something, it makes me uncomfortable. And so then I'm like, okay, well, let's just change it, whatever it is, whatever it is. And you're, like you said, you're robbing people of that opportunity to really grow and you're enabling them to stay super stagnant and just really rigid about those boundaries. So I, I loved that one. I wrote it on the list because it was so good. Such a good one. Um, I think we have a couple more. In... How about, um, oh, sorry, um, instead of sorry, I'm late. Oh, that's so cute. That's, that's a good one. That's the one. And, you know, you shared this one with me and, and I've used it across so many different pieces now. Just, just not overusing apology, period, right? So that it doesn't feel authentic and sincere, but thanking a person for their patience with whatever it may be. So instead of opening an email with, I'm so sorry that I didn't get back to you right away, that idea of, thank you for your patience. Thank you. Thank you for the time to reply to this email thoroughly, especially women. Too much apologizing on the female, if you identify as female side of the world, it's it's proven. It's statistically proven. A lot of yes. individuals walk around apologizing for taking up space or taking up time, and you just simply don't see it equal across the board. So some other language, because you do appreciate the individual's time that if you are late to a meeting, you want to be respectful of that, but just thank you so much for your patience. I'll be sure to try to never have that happen again. I love that. That that really has been a game changer for me. I love that. And I really try That's to use it as she's often. always late. I well because I am late and also because I just am and I over apologize and I think it I think it honestly it, it can be really sorry it can begin to irritate people when you are oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you know it's like no just let's move forward just change your behavior stop yeah. saying sorry change your behavior yeah and move forward Right. That's yeah, that's the piece when on. you're stuck there, when you're stuck there. It's or when somebody good. walks in late to a meeting, me. they're like, I'm so sorry I'm late. My car broke down and I spilled coffee and the whole meeting's mm-hmm. like still waiting to get going. It's like, I don't just sit down. Yeah. Just let's go. Next time will be let's better. Do let's it. just keep, keep keep moving. I like that. Next time will be better. We had a couple more. I know we talked about we can't already. That one we changed. Um, we can't or we don't. Uh, we Reframe it to what you can do, what you do, right? And then there was another piece about let me look into that um, instead of just a, I don't know, which is okay to say, but add to that, right? I don't have that information in this moment. Instead of saying that, we might say, let me look into that. I need to gather that information for you rather than, I don't know, I don't have that information. So you can see the kind of the negative frame versus the positive frame on that one. Um, And then we also had one for not allowed to do something. Like if, if I'm not allowed to do that for you, like I'm not allowed to change your name and address from the the previous example. Instead of that, you could use something like historically we. So historically, Mm -hmm. we have our customers, our clients go into their accounts and change that information so that it's completely accurate and there are no mistakes. So using Mm -hmm. that rather than, you know, I'm not allowed to do that. How about I have one for instead of we're too busy 
or our department's too busy. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you could. What do you think about starting with our current structure would need more support to carry that action out consistently, Ooh. which is a really nice that's way of saying one time favor. Yes. Oh, no, that's really good. Say it, can you say it one more time for me? Sure. Um, we're too busy would be the the negative and the right. the reframe, the gain frame would be our current structure would need more support to carry that out consistently. I love that. I love that. So good. Ooh, so good. And when we've been talking about these and and making our lists from one side to the other, from these more negative frames into a more positive frame, we we were looking at the research for this. We were talking mm-hmm. about- Tell us. You had some good one um, on this. You know, I, it, it, Allison Ledgerwood, Allison Ledgerwood, mm. Dr. Allison Ledgerwood. She's out of uh, the UC Davis Center for Mind and Brain. She's a social social psychologist. I need a good speech therapist. Do you know anybody? I got this. this nope. And not, never heard of it before. I don't know the profession. We should tag her in this episode. <laughs> But this this Allison Ledgerwood, Dr. Ledgerwood, uh, she is a social psychologist, and she has been studying these ideas about negative frames versus positive frames. She's talked about um, the idea of where this kind of thinking comes from, and she has a great, great TED Talk about stickier thoughts, right? Like, Mm -hmm. why is it that we can get 20 compliments from our boss in one day, but they give you one tiny little piece of constructive feedback and we obsess over that for the rest of the day, right? It's the day is ruined. That's what we have going on. So she wanted to do some research around this stuff. And, and basically, of course, at, at UC Davis, at the mind and brain place. Uh, they've they've got so much that they can throw at this. They've looked at the neurological aspects of it, meaning that even the thoughts as they're forming synaptual connections, they're they're formed differently. That that negative thoughts that are forming these synaptual connections are insulated more like thickly that that fatty like myelinization that wraps around the synapse is thicker than it is with, that's like, wild i know right and how do they how do they even know that through mri stuff i mean this is just like insane work that they're doing but it explains why we're wired that way right we talked about yeah. that evolution and then also why these things are are sticking and then they look at the benefits. If we can come at things from a more positive frame, we can look at what's added to the situation rather than what's removed. We're in a better mindset, which keeps our health in a better place, our approach to things, stress is lower, our approach to different types of creating solutions or looking at issues. It just gives us overall better mental health and then also better physical health as a result. So it's really, really cool stuff that they've been doing over there. And again, great TED Talk, Allison Ledgerwood out of UC Davis. It's amazing. And we've been talking about the this is hard, right? This is, you got to practice, have that accountability partner. Um, yep. You know, you and I also, we we both are, are big time believers in setting the mental kind of barometer through meditation or through some oh, kind yeah. of focused, you know, thought process. And so this would even be something to maybe set your day with just, you know, really trying to look 
in at every situation through that positive frame and what can be added or what what we're gaining from something. And if this sounds totally foreign, you've, you've never accessed any of this information, maybe you just start with one conversation a week and use this tool like that. one time, right? So it's not as overwhelming because when you start really looking at all your language, it is overwhelming. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. I, I've really need to, or, and that, cause then inevitably you start noticing other individuals language. That's right. always a good place to start too. As long oh, yeah. as you can do it with no judgment, it's going to really start standing out to you how often other individuals use. And maybe you have a really positive example. Maybe you have someone who mm-hmm. is really focused on using really positive language and uplifting others and the situation. So yeah, we can't wait to hear from you. Let us know. Heck yeah. And we'll keep Heck practicing. Yeah. And yeah, you'll still be my accountability partner, right? That'll we'll yeah, keep doing I promise. that. I won't quit. Okay. Good, good. And thank you for your patience again in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not sorry. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. Okay, till next time. Bye. Big love. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.